Hey, David, guess what? It's time for our favorite episode of the month. Woohoo! I'm guessing we're going to be talking about watches. <laughs> no, David. <laughs> it's time for a Mastering the Art of Podcasting member spotlight. What? Woohoo! I like our member spotlight. Me too. This is so fun. I love when we get to focus on the incredible members that we have in our community. All right, David, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. Brie Campano, a.k.a. The Clever Biatch, is the host of Clever Conversations podcast. Brie was a podcasting student of ours that became a member of our podcast membership group and is now a highly valued contributing member of Casa Media Production family. Mm. She is a beloved member of all three of our Facebook communities. She goes above and beyond to interact and engage with the other people in the community. She will spend hours on the phone helping people with Riverside or Canva or Audacity, anything people need help with. She is there. We love her warmth and her engagement so much that we brought her on to become the manager of our various Facebook communities. And now she's our member spotlight. We are sure that you are going to be just as inspired by Brie as we are. As you guys heard in the intro, she is one of our amazing members of our Mastering the um, Art of Podcasting membership group. She's also the admin for our Facebook pages. So we really <laughs> love Brie. Yay. Welcome to the Yay. show, Brie. Oh, you guys, thank you for having me. I love being here. I love being around you guys. This is something that's just been like <laughs> the highlight, like 2022, I wasn't sure about because I have a lot of stuff coming up and boy, is it rolling in just phenomenally. It's Yay! it's going so well. Yeah, That's so, awesome. Yes. Well, we love having you in our orbit as well. You have made our lives exponentially better for sure. We adore you. Agreed. So... <laughs> Absolutely. So you are one of our podcasting students. You went through our podcasting course. You're now in our membership course. You're admin on our Facebook page. Like you are on fire. You have your own successful podcast. So we wanted to spotlight you and chat with you a little bit um, because newer podcasters like you are huge inspirations for people that are just starting out. You know, it's it's cool to hear of the people that are getting, you know, thousands of downloads an episode, but they're kind of like so far ahead. It's it's seems out of our league. So to talk to the people that are brand new on the journey and see how they did it, that's so inspiring. So thank you to, for being here to inspire so many new podcasters. I'd love to ask you, what is your 
biggest mindset barrier you had to overcome to launch your podcast? And how'd you do it? Well, first of all, my I can talk anywhere. You know, I talk, 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 <laughs> gab, 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 gab. I can go for hours. And, and, and so the actual talking and being in a podcast and hosting a podcast never scared me. It wasn't mm-hmm. a barrier for me. However... There's this voice in your head that says, nobody cares what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. shut up. Like, what Like, what do you bring to the table that's so different? What, what do you have to say? Right. And I think that that, I think knowing that my voice had importance, that my, my words and, and my message, that people would give a crap to hear about, that to me, that was like my biggest challenge. That was, the, that was like the, the barrier that I had to first break through um, to be able to do this because mm. speaking part was easy. I mean, you can be up on stage, but like you might have a script. So you're an actor and you have a script and you know what your lines are. And, and so it's, you're not focusing on that. Um, and you've, you've got yourself out there. You can, I, I've given speeches in front of thousands of people. I don't have any problem with it, but I was speaking on a subject and it was, mm-hmm. it was easy, but this is vulnerable. This yes. is mm-hmm. something that you're putting, you're bearing your soul, you're allowing yourself to be seen and heard. And I mm-hmm. didn't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. And the way to get through that is A, to just do it, just keep doing it, and it gets easier. And then also to have people around you, uh, mentors, coaches, people just friends. I mean, I pay my family, so they have to support me. But, you know, (laughs) so that was the easy part. Like, I don't count that. But like having those people around you that say, no, what you're saying is important. Mm -hmm. Um, And then because sometimes you don't believe it at first and you just have to kind of force yourself and just keep doing it. So that was the hardest thing at first for me. It was like, do I even have anything to say that people care about? Because I'll talk. Like, that's not a problem, obviously. But... (laughs) Am I just, you know, blowing hot air up people? You know, like, what, what do I have to say? So I think just making right. sure your message is there was really hard for me mm-hmm. at first. How are you feeling about that now? Are you feeling like that vulnerability piece? Is that coming any easier or is it still that continuing working on that hurdle? So I had a moment, you know, you have those aha moments, you have those moments on your journey, because this is a journey, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be perfect. But I had an aha moment when I allowed myself to be very vulnerable in in an episode that I did that I didn't have a guest with me. I had a mentor and friend tell me to get my butt out there and not have a guest and do it alone. I think that Mm might have been you, Tiffany, saying that to me. (laughs) I remember that. It was you. (laughs) And (laughs) I was vulnerable. I spoke from my heart and I shared some messages that really made had made an impact on me and I allowed that vulnerability. And as soon as that happened, the responses I started getting from my listeners mm-hmm. just changed. It just simply changed yes. because I allowed myself to be that way. And I went, oh, wow. I opened up and I was vulnerable and they still like me. Mm-hmm. That right. was like, and I was like, okay, so maybe, maybe I'm doing okay with this. Like maybe it's yeah. all right. It takes a little while, but yeah. So that was like, 
when that happened, after I allowed myself to be vulnerable and really um, put myself in a place of not being very comfortable with what I was saying, but feeling that I needed to say it, um, allowing that to happen, that reinforcement that I got afterwards was just like, okay, there we go. Now I now yeah. I really know there's something here. So, and I'm getting, I get messages on some of those, like that particular episode, I still get messages from people. And it was one of my very first, it was like, I think it was my fourth or fifth episode. And Everyone was like, wow, like it resonated. And my sound was still pretty crappy back then, too. So, because I was working, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Because that was, whew. But you whole know, other topic. whole other topic. But yeah, that was, but yeah, and they listened and they heard me and they, they liked what they heard. And boy, what a, what an amazing feeling that mm-hmm. gives you when you're just like, yeah, opening yourself up. And that positive reinforcement from your community is definitely one of the benefits of, uh, being able to be out there. And for me, that's definitely been something that's made me feel more comfortable uh, with doing this is getting feedback from people and and hearing all the positive things that people are saying. Um, so I can definitely empathize with what you're saying and how, how that makes you feel 100%. Um, so besides downloads, because as you know, everybody starting out, you're always concerned about downloads. Hundred percent. What about how many people are listening? How many? And the first thing anybody ever posts after they start a podcast: "Hey, look, I got twenty-five downloads today. Hey, I got fifty downloads." Yeah, you know, and it's, it's exciting. super exciting to know that people are hearing your what you're saying, what your message is. Besides that, though, because that fades off pretty quickly. Besides the downloads, what are you using for your own personal metrics of success? Oh my. Goodness, that is a really good question. And I have to say, I haven't posted any, like, yeah, I've hit a thousand downloads. I didn't post that one. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I just. It feels it, good, it, though. It, do, it does feel good. It, yeah. It, but the, I, I actually, connecting with my listeners has mm-hmm. been the most satisfying part of it. Not how many listeners I have, but that I am, I'm, affecting them in a positive way. I am helping them. I am being the the day I made them smile that day when they were having a crappy day and and or I changed I gave them some tips that they really enjoyed. I had a guest on that they really related to. When I'm getting that kind of feedback, I don't care if I only have 5 listeners. If their yeah. if their lives are being touched and I'm making their day a little bit brighter, then then that is my success. That is that is the metric that I use. So when I get feedback from people and they're like, oh, and I listen to every single after that, when I listen to every single episode I had, I couldn't get enough. I want more. I want more. Um, <laughs> you know, that is that's what we do this for. Yes. I mean, yeah. you know, like it's just something you have to put out there. That's why we that we. We're here because we have a message to share, right? Mm-hmm. And when that message is shared and it touches someone and we get that feedback, wow. That is so powerful, more yes. powerful than a thousand downloads or twenty-five downloads. I am super crazy excited when I see my friends doing, being successful and having, you know, so many downloads. I I love it for them. I'm happy for them. It's exciting and it's a great thing to celebrate. But for me personally, that was I don't even look at that. I rarely check my down my like I don't even check that very often. I was like, mm-hmm. huh, I might need to look that up. Like how many downloads do I have so far? Like I don't even know. Because <laughs> I just don't check it. So obviously it must not be important. That part might must not be important to me at this right. point. You know, maybe down the road I'll be like, I want to reach more people and do all this stuff. But no. Uh, the the uh, the only thing I need to check are the messages people send me. Thank you mm, for yeah. listening. And you Thank know you, for... you know you're getting them 
the downloads anyway, because if you weren't, people wouldn't be messaging you. Yeah, exactly. So the numbers are there, you know, exactly. that's, that's insignificant though. Absolutely. Yeah. Good for you. I love this message, Brie. I really love this message. It's, I think this is why David and I adore you so much because it's so much in alignment with the way we think it's that it's really, truly about creating those authentic connections with your audience. And if you're merely shooting for downloads, um, sometimes you can be tempted to get those downloads in ways that aren't necessarily authentically connecting with your audience. And so, I, I, I really appreciate this authenticity and vulnerability and this desire for connection. I think it's so powerful. So the next thing I would like to know from you is what's been the biggest surprise about podcasting? Well, there are a lot of surprises that you get. The, my first surprise was my calendar changed dramatically. <laughs> so my calendar, so, and I've been this way for, because I, I was a sports mom for a while and I've had like this kid in that thing and, and you're trying to organize everything. So I have a color coded, I have to, I cannot have it digital. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I'm tech savvy in a, a little bit, but I have to have it in paper in front of me. Yes. It has to be there yes. and I have to see it. So it's color coded and it used to read, laundry <laughs> clean the bathroom <laughs> clean the bathroom uh, and then and, and and go to practice and you have to bring snacks or it's your turn to carpool or whatever that was my right. but then but then my kids left right so they all grew up and did their thing and I wasn't doing that anymore my my calendar looked pretty sad like I didn't even really need one cuz I could remember I only had one thing this week that I had to do <laughs> make and coffee that, and then I started podcasting in my my, yeah, well, I forget to make coffee sometimes too. Um, hence the reason I bought the Keurig. Um, but I, you know, now it reads pre-interviews and the, in meeting with these amazing people. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a series with a doctor, an ER doctor. She's happily agreed to go through a, a medical procedure that I'm going to be having and why we have to listen, oh, especially as women, great. to our bodies and how we we like to put things off. Like, oh, not feeling great. Should probably see the doctor, but have all these things to do. So mm-hmm. like we, we put our health aside. So I'm like really excited to be doing this together with her. She's also a podcaster and having the opportunity to share this this journey with mm. our listeners is huge because you actually have to have someone that's going to go through the procedures and you know mm. what I mean like and I just happen to be a podcaster willing to talk about it and I'll look really stupid wow. and I don't really care but like those kinds of things like this is my calendar now so that has been a big surprise and then just the people that I've I've that the the camaraderie and the um, community in this mm-hmm. podcasting group. Um, wow. Like yeah. some mm-hmm. amazing friends that feel like family and yeah. it's just so supportive and so wonderful and so amazing. So to have that has been a really big surprise and I just love it. I'm just like, oh yes, sign me up. I'm in, I'm all in. Like I want to be part of this. Um, so yeah. You're bringing those have tears been, like, to my things. eyes. Oh. <laughs> You're bringing tears to my eyes. I, and honestly, because... Because that is, that's the biggest transformation of all is that suddenly your world expands and you're meeting these phenomenal people and hearing these stories that change your life forever because you're hearing their stories and they touch you forever. And so many of them become your friends. Like you just have to stay in contact. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, for David and I like to think that, you know, you weren't in our lives a couple months ago and now <laughs> you're just this vital right. part of our life. And, 
Um, it's it's such a oh, I love that you chose that. It's your biggest surprise because <laughs> it's ours too. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> it has really so, been huge. It has been really huge, and it has been surprising to find that group of people, you know, we're really kind of cool, fun people. And yeah. we bring so much to the table. Like we each yeah. have, we each have our own little niche that we are great at, you know? Um, and you with the aerial uh, endeavors that you've done in the past, <laughs> Tiffany, that was a surprise to me. Um, I love that. We all have our little hidden talents. No one can see me on camera really, but um, you know, I am covered with tattoos. I am a crazy tattoo lady. That's one of my personas. That's part of who I am. So there's like these little things that we find out about each other. And then we can bring all of our amazing skills together mm, and work together. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. like, that doesn't happen very often. What a rare, special gift. It is. Yeah. It is. It's empowering. It is. It feels really good. So going on the opposite end of the spectrum now from, from your uh, happy times with podcasting, what was your biggest challenge? Ah, well. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this one, but I'm going to let you, you go for it. I think it. you do, David. I think you do. <laughs> we are chuckling because... Because <laughs> it was a big one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really dynamite, yeah. right? So, so, um, well, you know, I, you go into podcasting and... Um, Sometimes you don't always make the wisest choices. And, and, and this is your podcast, so you can do it any way you want, and you can make changes anytime you want. You don't have to get mm -hmm. like board to like stamp their approval on it, get the CEOs to all say, yeah, we're going to do that. It's yours. You do it your way. So I did it my way to start with and uh, <laughs> ran into some sound issues. Now, have a great mic, have great headphones, um, have everything that I needed, but I uh, wasn't aware that uh, the the platform I was on was clipping my sound. Had not mm. a clue. So, wow, I changed microphones. I was like soundproofing and doing all these different things. And how am I going to get this figured out? Not a clue. And then you two came along and said, well, let me listen. To, let me look at it because that sound was really bad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how do you, let's see, how do we tell her that her sound sucks? Like it's one of those things. And, but you have to, like, I love that. Like, I love getting that information. So I'm okay with that. Like, I want to hear that. If it sucks, tell right. me, for goodness sakes, tell me. But then you looked at it and you went into it and boy, they were clipping me down to absolutely nada like it was yeah. so it was minimal. almost like being in a bucket <laughs> yes yeah it was really bad but i had no idea see that's the thing too you don't know like yeah. you're trying to change things and fix things where there was nothing that i could have done here in the studio that i could have fixed this was not right. on my end mm -hmm. so but i would not have known that and i probably would have run into the wall repeatedly until that it just couldn't do it anymore so David, mm -hmm. thank you for doing, and Tiffany for grabbing that and for grabbing that sound and making it look like a rainbow and tell me mm -hmm. all the things that was wrong with it and then helping me fix it because what a game changer that was for me. Would never have known. And it was to, fun. To some point. It was fun, Brie, because we were listening, David and I were listening to your episode and I'm all, David, what is, what is going on? And he's all, here, let me fiddle with it. And he magically, because he's the sexy sound guy, sound magician, magically <laughs> takes the sound from what we're listening to, turns it into this amazing waveform. And he, we visually could see that hard clip 
and that they were literally the tops of your sound were totally shaved off. It was the coolest experience for me because I had never seen it like that before. So I learned a ton that day and um, just, you know, fell in love a little bit more with the sexy sound guy because I'm like, you're so cool. (laughs) So um, yeah, that was a really cool experience. It was a cool exercise to go through with you to see this. We wouldn't have known, I, I David. It was all you. No. I mean, like, yeah. I can't believe you found that, honestly. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's important that we did, and I'm glad that you're sounding as good as, as you are now. Um, it definitely made a huge difference just mm-hmm. by making the change on where you were being hosted. Um, the funny thing is, though, is I'm, I'm kind of going against what we typically say here, but it just reinforces that quality content matters most. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the episode that you did where you were super vulnerable that you were just talking about, your sound still wasn't good. And look at all the positive feedback you got mm-hmm. from it, right? So be confident in your message. Go out there. Do your thing. You need to worry about the sound stuff, but it's not a super huge priority. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is, but it, but it isn't. You know, as long as you're out there and you're, you're getting your message out, things will improve. And just do the thing. And I'm I'm so glad that you did because look at all the experience you've gained and and how you've you've grown from that experience. And honestly, putting from what you just said, and here's a really really important message for new podcasters: Look what happened. I had crappy sound. I didn't know it. I couldn't fix it. And then I, but I still was out there and it has improved Mm -hmm. because I kept on it and you looked at things and I still got amazing feedback, even from crappy Mm -hmm. sound because the message resonated with people. So do it messy and do it crazy. And doesn't, it doesn't matter. You have to have a starting point at some point when you are going into podcasting, there has to be a starting point. And I can already say, look how much I have grown and improved. Mm -hmm. And the sky didn't fall because my sound was bad and (laughs) the world didn't end and <laughs> nope. things are things are okay and i've and i've just been improving so there's no all those excuses that we make for ourselves of why we just can't get started get off you know when get off that and get just start doing it those things don't matter. You need to get those excuses, go th- throw them in the excuse jar and leave them for something else. Like why you ate a tub of ice cream. I don't care. Use it for that. <laughs> it don't matter. But for podcasting, just get out there. Just yeah, have a starting yeah. point because it will only be up from there. And then there's still positive that comes out even from the worst of sounding episodes. There you go. I just wanted to say you know, that because like that's what people struggle with so much. Yes. Yeah. And I think a key factor for you is you didn't try to go this alone. You are brilliant at surrounding yourself with community and being very engaged in that community so that when you have a problem, you have people to reach out for. And I think that's key because when podcasting can be very lonely and when you're trying to go it alone and you're trying to figure out all the things on your own, then it can be extraordinarily overwhelming because you don't know what you don't know. But you, I do think this is one of your really big strengths. You are such a community builder. You know the value of community and you keep yourself really active and involved with people that can help you. And I just, you don't go it alone. And I I really respect that about you. 
Well, I think you have to surround yourself with community. There, there's certain things, and I think my, my father instilled this in me when I was younger. Learn as much as you can. Find education. Find classes. Find courses. Learn whatever you can. If this is something you want to do, take the time to take the classes and learn so that you have a good base, uh, knowledge base when you start, mm-hmm. right? But that only yeah. gets you so far. But so at that point, that's when you need that community. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that when I when I joined doing your courses and I did these things, I got everything. I got mm-hmm. the knowledge base, the learning. I learned how to, and I'm not going to say I mastered because I'm far from that, but I learned how to use audacity with confidence instead yes. of fear. Because <laughs> I, I was originally doing it with fear. Like right. every time I got into it, I was scared to death and I don't know what I'm going to do. And is this going to work? How do I get rid of this weird sound in the background or the, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> the, the garbage truck that goes by or all these different things, right? But I came to it with confidence. I'm not great at it yet. I have a lot to learn still, but I have confidence when I use it. And that's the, something that I learned from you. And I also had that sense of community. So when I did stumble or hit a wall or any kind of barrier, I had this amazing community of people around me to help me. And that is why I want to give back to so many in the groups, because I feel like they have supported me and helped me so much. It's it's just this synergy that I find mm. phenomenal. Mm. And you're good at it. You're really mm-hmm. good Thanks. at it. I was going to ask you what advice you would give a new podcaster, but I feel like you've done it. (laughs) Do you have anything else you want to add to that? (laughs) Well, I just want people to have a starting point because you've got to start. Um, I know a lot of people are perfectionists Mm -hmm. or they just, they just, they find excuses. I think it is within them. It's that mindset. It's within, in them. That is the thing that is blocking them from going forward. Um, it can, it's not the sound because we know crappy sound can be improved and I prove that and you can still connect with people and the content is there so if you get the content you're there learn how to do all those things but have a starting point yeah. nothing's bad is going to happen you're going to have a starting point and you're going to get better mm-hmm. uh, a really dear friend of me said if you're not embarrassed by your first iteration of something you're doing it wrong <laughs> you should you should be embarrassed. You should have that beginning point. Should We should look back at it and go, wow, that was really crappy back then, but look where I am now. Uh-huh. And it doesn't yeah. matter if you come out brilliantly or if you come out scared or afraid or you're, you're messy. It doesn't matter. Those things don't matter. Just, and as we say, just do it. But yes, just have that starting uh-huh. point and uh-huh. know that you're only going to climb from there and not be afraid yeah. of that. So oh, I, I guess- that. That's that would be the message. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Bree, we're gonna put you up on a soapbox and we're just gonna have you shout that out. <laughs> you can <laughs> join Tiffany. Pom-pom. She likes your soapboxes. I do like yes. my soapboxes. <laughs> I don't know if you know that about me, but yeah, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's good. It's a good thing. <laughs> David literally labeled one of my episodes <laughs> Tiffany Soapbox. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, he I did. love that. He it was, did. Uh, you know, it fit. <laughs> she well, was, and I could she just... was telling it like it is, you know, the, the girl knows how to speak. <laughs> That's right. I could just, when you say that, I literally see David building a soapbox for you. Because There's I know... probably 12 behind me. Right. <laughs> as long as he's wearing his we jeans, I'm good with it. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So while, while we're up, before we wrap up, uh, one last question for you. Now that you're a few episodes into it, um, congratulations, by the way, on the continued success. 
what would you say is your favorite episode? Everybody has their, their you know, all, all parents say, you know, oh, I love my children equally. Well, we all know that's not true. You have a favorite. What's your favorite? <laughs> Don't let the kids uh, hear this. That's not David. okay. Well, you know. <laughs> Why I'm on he... my soapbox now, right? Yeah, we well, all have a turn. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. Favorite. I have a few. Um, the one that I get that I surprisingly has come back and I'm continually speaking on it and, and working with people on would be social media and ma- or like navigating the Facebook algorithm. Mm, um, I yeah. find that one is really hard for people um, to get to, to, to feel like can master. So, mm-hmm. and it's weird because I've been doing this for so long when it comes to anything, Facebook and Instagram, it, it, um, it surprises me that it's not more, more known, but this is because mm-hmm. we had that COVID pivot, right? So everybody changed to more online things. We're not going to have the meet and greets and the get togethers as much. We right. are now going to be doing things online. So we have this, this, social media that we don't understand how to make it work best for us, right? We, yeah. Well, sometimes we'll throw money at it, but that's not going to work. Honestly, the ads really, truly don't work um, as far as getting listeners. If you're giving something away or doing something where you're having people sign up for a free class, um, sure, that would be more effective. But, you know, bots are really what's seeing those ads. You have to be really careful. So that episode, ha- I still... Uh, talk about with people constantly i'm still getting mm-hmm. questions from that um favorite i don't i also have i did a thanksgiving one where i was just like listing all of my, my favorite things about thanksgiving like vegan turkey <laughs> and fun. mashed potatoes but then like the other things that like um i a little bit of more of my vulnerability and i get a lot of comments from that one too so mm. that was a that was alone so when i start when i do these you know podcasts by myself those are the hardest for me and so when they are mm-hmm. successful they also reap a lot of reward to me so yeah yeah i like how you use the fact that you get comments about the episode to make it your favorite, mm-hmm. right? That's what yeah. what matters. It it becomes obvious that that's what matters. That's why it's my favorite because people enjoy it the most. So that's mm-hmm. really nice. I'm glad you see that. That's pretty much what my whole basis of doing this is about: is connecting with people and and bringing them information or help or uh, a sense of belonging. Like I'm not alone. Um, that's because you know you know I had that image when I maybe it was I don't know how old I was. Um, maybe nine or 10. And there was this lady that I always used to see eating lunch by herself. And it always saddened me and I wanted to go sit with her, but I didn't know what to say. And I didn't know her. Um, I was just this kid, you know, and I always like me and my friends would be hanging out. And sometimes someone would make a funny comment about her or something, which I didn't really appreciate it. But I always felt bad for her sitting alone, right? Like you're alone. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because her husband died. She was older and I don't know. So anyway, from that moment, I remember always wanting to uh, pe- make people not feel alone. Mm-hmm. So those things, you know, those little memories you have from childhood, yeah. they really, they really kind of go through. So yeah, I think that's probably where it all comes from. That's why mm-hmm. I, that's the most important metric for me to follow. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful right now because like you mentioned with the, pandemic. So Mm -hmm. many of us are feeling so alone. We're going through emotions and experiences that we've never gone through before. We may never have been prepared for. And um, we we do feel alone. And so many of those experiences 
it's unsafe to have people around now for, you know, um, you and I are both in our own health journey and having to keep ourselves very healthy because we're going, you know, under the knife soon. And so it's like, you can't be around too many people when you have to keep yourself healthy. And so you are naturally isolated and you're going through very emotional things. And to be able to create that connection is so powerful. Um, and I never, ever before this experience would have thought that virtual connections could be powerful. I always scoffed at them. Well, if you haven't met them in person, it's not a real friendship, you know, is totally how I felt before. And now, oh, I eat those words because there are so many beautiful <laughs> friendships that I've created with people I've never met in person. And yet they are an important part of my life. And so I really resonate with what you're saying about the desire to make sure people don't feel alone and to connect with people and and have that just that true powerful connection. Thank you, Bree. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think we have to. Um, we have, we have, we will, we will always at this point. This will be a before COVID, after COVID. This is that kind mm-hmm. of uh, world event that will will be a marker in our history and in our lives. And yes. so we will think of things prior to COVID. And boy, <laughs> we had no idea what was coming, and things were so much easier. And then after COVID, where we had to pivot, we had to change the way that we interact with each mm-hmm. other. But I. It, I, and, and trust me, COVID has definitely devastated my life. I've been very, mm-hmm. very touched by it. So, um, and I'm never on either side of anything of whatever's going on. So I don't speak of that part of it. But I will say, if I can bring out some positive things, it has been those connections mm-hmm. th- virtually through Zoom, yeah. through the different ways that we can now connect with each other. And I believe I wouldn't have been able to make some of those connections prior to COVID. So those things have been a blessing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Way to look at the positive. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Brie. Thank you so much. Hey, if there's a half a bottle of bourbon, it's still half a bottle of bourbon. I can still drink that. So don't. (laughs) (laughs) We are raising our glass of whiskey to you, Clever Biatch. Raising our glass of whiskey. There's not quite a half a bottle left, but, you know, there's something. (laughs) There's some left. Not quite. (laughs) A couple sips, maybe. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We had a rough week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Rough couple weeks, honestly. So yeah, that that will it uh, that will it did us well. <laughs> it's so smooth and yummy. <laughs> uh, this this is mastery. podcast has not been brought to you by <laughs> Will It. However, should they care to join us? <laughs> yes, we'll, this is mastering the bourbon mindset right now. That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brie, you are absolutely the clever biatch. We are so grateful to have you in our life. Will you please tell people how they can find you because they need some of you in their life? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's Clever Conversations, and you can find it on uh, Spotify, Apple, all those iTunes, everywhere that you want. I also have a website, which I am still creating, but it's it's there. And it's cleverconversationspodcast.com. So pretty easy to find. Um, and uh, you can find my Clever Conversations Facebook page. It's just facebook.groups backslash or no, facebook.com backslash groups backslash Clever Conversations. <laughs> you got to tell all those little backslashy things. You know, Facebook <laughs> mm-hmm. has it. But it doesn't yes. sound official without them. Yeah, I know. It's but yeah, and then TikTok and Insta. 
So I'm always the clever bitch. So you can find me nice. on anything with that pretty much across the board. I'm always, I'm, I'm usually always a bitch, but I'm sometimes clever. So <laughs> <laughs> your conversations are clever anyway. <laughs> we love you. Thank you so much. Listeners, Thanks so please, much for your time, Brie. Please reach Thank out to Brie you. and um, you need some Brie in your life. So Aww. you need some clever biatch in your life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am the bitch to call. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. All right, David, what are your takeaways from this episode? Oh, there are many, uh, but because as you know, we love Brie, but I'm just going to mention a couple. The first one, I loved how when she did a podcast alone, uh, she spoke from the heart. I think it was mm-hmm. the first time that she had done one alone and she shared a message that made an impact for her. The response from the listeners was so much more genuine because she was speaking from the heart mm-hmm. and she noticed an instant like difference in that episode versus all the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good one. What about you? Speaking of that, it was her feedback from listeners that she found was so powerful. And I think mm-hmm. that episode is what highlighted it for her. She, um, she doesn't even check downloads, which I'm kind of blown away with. I wish right? I didn't check downloads. <laughs> I wish I wasn't. <laughs> I, I like to describe myself as a uh, quote unquote, mostly <laughs> recovering download <laughs> junkie. <laughs> Most, mostly is a good way of putting it. <laughs> uh, but she doesn't even check her downloads. So I'm just right. blown away by that. Um she just feels like if people are reaching out to her, telling her that their lives have been touched, their day has been made brighter, if she gets feedback from people and she's interacting with people, that's what she thinks is success, which, you know, we've talked about this so many times on the podcast, having those personal metrics of success that go so far beyond downloads. That, this one I, I just... I loved. And when I grew yeah. up, I want to be like Brie and not check the downloads. I don't know if I will ever be that mature. We'll never get there. No. I don't, but you know, I, 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 I can hope. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty amazing how she, she's able to separate the two. She doesn't even, like you said, she doesn't even think about it. I, I thought that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on, on being the first podcaster in history for not even paying attention to your downloads. Do you think Brie's going to be okay with us saying that uh, we think she's a little crazy? Right. Um, I'm not sure, and I'm a little scared if she doesn't, <laughs> if she's not okay with that. So, Bree, please forgive us. <laughs> Did you totally have any kidding. other takeaways, David? Um, yeah, I loved her surprise when it mm-hmm. came to when it came to how dramatically her calendar changed. I thought that was hilarious, and I totally related, which is yeah. why I thought it was hilarious. Our calendar has become insane. I feel like we've got three other lives that we're leading because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be clearing up anytime soon. So thank Which you, I'm... Brie, for reinforcing that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good. Yeah. Like like she said, she was all, you know, what's on my calendar now? Well, I've got this cool guest that I get, I'm having a chat with before they come on the interview. And then mm-hmm. I have this cool guest I'm interviewing. And I have this doctor that I'm doing a series with, like, she just said it, it, she couldn't have imagined that kind of stuff being on her calendar before. And for sure, you and I 
say that to each other all the time. Like, can you even believe this is our life now? Can you even believe these are the kinds of things that we are experiencing day in and day out? And um, I I certainly hope they continue because it's it's just been fascinating. Yeah. I loved how she mentioned the doctor too that she's bringing in because I mean, that's going to lead to a series of several episodes Mm -hmm. that she'll be able to talk about. And it's an area where it's the kind of thing where you typically just go to the doctor's office and have your one-on-one conversation and it would last all of 15 minutes. Maybe if you're lucky. And by having the podcast, yeah, if you're lucky, right? And so by having the podcast, she has somebody that's going to continually come on for several episodes to talk about the a very, very difficult topic mm-hmm. and be able to share that with so many people. So again, podcasting, amazing. Yes, yes. I love that Bree said giving speeches is easy. She can stand in front of thousands of people and give a speech, but speaking on a podcast is so vulnerable and difficult for her in the beginning. She Mm -hmm. had that voice in her head that said, hey, nobody cares what you're saying and what do you have to say? So she had a big barrier to break through in realizing that her words are really important and that she can make a difference. And something that helped her to work through this barrier was the people she surrounded herself with Mm. and that she was constantly getting messages from the people in her community that yes you matter your voice matters and and as mm-hmm. we know she's such a powerful member of our community and she was getting those messages from our community and then she also is a part of several other communities she's a connector and she stays very engaged and and used that wisely to help her break through barriers yeah she's purposeful in how she engaged. she's really smart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's a very smart lady she is. She's very clever. Interesting that she named her podcast Clever Conversations. Clever Conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the clever biatch. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. We have linked Bree's contact info. Listen to her podcast episode. Check out her Facebook group. She's a really fun person to engage with. We hope you enjoy learning more about Bree and connecting with her. And... If you would like to be in our membership group, we would love to have you there. We would be excitedly excited to have you in our podcasting <laughs> membership group. I just had to put that in for David. He loves uh, it when I say thank excited. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, link is in the show notes to uh, join our <laughs> podcasting membership group. And everybody, have fun recording. Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. Please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, only if you really like the show. (laughs) (laughs) And come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard, and we would love to help you tell it. Let's get this started in here. Sorry. I like seeing the expression on your face to see how long you're willing to put up with my shenanigans. Yeah, I'm like, losing it. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Okay. For, for a moment, I thought you were going to say you were excited. Did I say excited? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Start again with yourself. Messing up my flow, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you messing with my funny. flow? Like, I'm in because, a flow state. Because I know, but it was funny because I was waiting for you to say exciting. You never <sighs> did. Disappointed. Because I'm working on not saying excited. That is awesome. But I did just say so. But I'm... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Enough with the shenanigans. You are having a very good hair day. Right? I told you. It's terrible. I don't know what's going on with it today. <laughs> like, it's a it's a beast of its own. Mm. Maybe if I mess it up a little more, it'll look more podcasty. <laughs> Crazy podcaster look now. It's like the mad scientist. Oh, no, 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 no. No. You don't like the slick with the little no. things on the sides? No. <laughs> I look sort of like an emu or what's that a animal oh. that has the thing, the hard part in the middle with the okay. the things on the sides? Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I got to stop laughing. Why? Laughter is fun. It's contagious. People will listen to our episode and laugh along with us. Ha <laughs> ha. That was my best Nicolas Cage impersonation, by the way. Uh, um, keep your day job, baby. Thanks.